In the year 2084, the world rebuilds after the horrors of the crash. A symbol of this brighter future is a glimmering new city called Cascade. As people rebuild cities, cybernetics help rebuild people, including a revolutionary new neural interface called Glass. To forget the troubles of the world, people flock to the number one fantasy MMO, Terror Surge. It is the most exciting and immersive experience available, but top players have started going missing. The Aeon Covenant sends a team of agents into Cascade and Terror Surge to investigate these disappearances. But what they learn will change the world forever. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Polyhedron Presents Trinity Continuum Anima. I want to be, uh, I don't know. I forgot what, a, what What am I supposed to be saying right now? Sedated. 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 Even when you get the word right, you pronounce it wrong. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. This, this bit will never get old. <laughs> never. Never. I want to be sedated. <laughs> sediment. I want to be sediment. That's it. I uh, anyways. Sediment. No. No. Igneous. I, I want to be igneous. Igneous. I want to be igneous. I mean, I can just keep doing it. <laughs> That's the whole game. Well, yeah. you have better Plunge. singing voice Plunge than I do. So. But anyways, welcome. We're going to introduce ourselves and then get right into the action. So Scott, take it away. Hi, my name is Scott Cuban. My pronouns are he, him. I'm a co-host of the Polyhedron Podcast. I also run Simulacra Studios, an actual play studio. You can find us on Twitch and YouTube at Simulacra TV. Uh, and I am playing Machno, the anarcho-socialist revolutionary member of the Aeon Covenant. All right. Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan Josephsberg. My pronouns are he, him. I'm also one of the hosts of the Polyhedron Podcast. I may not have mentioned that last time, but... If you're four episodes in and don't know who I am at this point, <laughs> and I'm playing uh, Hamish, a a spy for the Aeon Covenant, and uh, the lovely Dixie. Hi, my name is Dixie Cocker, and pronoun she/her. I work for the Onyx Path as an in-house developer and editor, and I also wrote a bunch on Anima, so I'm super excited to be playing it. And I am playing Penelope Zamaruka, aka Poppy Zed, the streamer. <laughs> And I am Matthew Malisane, the producer and co-host of the Polyhedron Podcast. Uh, and I'm playing Guy Benetti, uh, the uh, Aeon Covenant scientist and researcher who's interested in all of the things that are going on. And But last, but definitely not least, we have Eddie. Hi, my name is Eddie Webb. My pronouns are he, him. I am one of the in-house developers at Onyx Path Publishing, and I am the developer of Trinity Continuum Anima. And... Uh, we are in the middle of a very interesting adventure right now. Uh, in fact, we are now in Chapter 5, um, but uh, first, uh, previously on I Want to Be Sedated. Uh, all the characters are members of the Aeon Covenant who are asked by a man named Connor Malone, who works for uh, Special Operations of Project Neptune, to look into a streamer who went missing by the name of Hal Castro. Um, he was originally a member of the Rangers of Honor, which is a guild that two of the characters share. Uh, they did manage to uh, track Hal Castro down, whose real name was Jaden Reed, uh, in a safe house that was set up by uh, Red, who is a contact of Machno's. Uh, Jaden was not acting themselves, it seems. Uh, they were acting very strange, uh, a little skittish, paranoid, um, and the group collectively decided that it was probably best to uh, bring Jaden in for discussion. Uh, so they called for a car uh, from the Aeon Covenant, along with a couple of, of security personnel. Uh, and as the car pulled up, uh, Poppy discovered that um, an announcement had gone live that she was being sponsored by uh, Ruby Stedman, who works for Immersion Entertainment's 
which Poppy did not know about. So um, we, the camera pulls back as Poppy is staring and, you know, weird fascination or messages um and we see the car uh, driving uh in the rain slick night um and as the car pulls away the tires um leave behind tracks that say chapter five d control so uh poppy is in the middle of an argument slash confused discussion with her mod who is freaking out that they were not told about this hmm. um and you uh received a, a press release uh, stating that you are, your stream is going to be sponsored by Immersion Entertainment. Um, you still have uh, Ruby Stedman's uh, contact information, uh, which was sent to you uh, earlier today. Mm -hmm. uh, so you could try to call them. Uh, her, looks like her pronouns are she, her, actually. Um, you can try to call her. Uh, you can leave it and get to the Aeon Covenant. How would you approach this? A snake in her mailbox. <laughs> I think I want to get. Her. I think I want to get to the Aeon Covenant so I can like actually sit down and read the press release and also try to figure out what happened and have the weight of them behind me okay if i need to like issue my own statement um do you want to read a statement and do a little bit of uh, kind of like searching on ruby stedman and immersion entertainment yeah i want to do that i also want to check like my accounts to see if like there's strange money in them now because that would be weird <laughs> um, would you, would 75 you billion us, isk would you tell us about any of this or are you keeping it in the in the pocket uh currently i'm just talking to the mud until i know what's going okay. on and then i'll i'll probably mention it to y'all in a minute so yeah but yes, I do want to look into her on the drive over, um, or at least have someone look into her, because I, I guess I have to ride my motorcycle back, so I probably shouldn't be texting and driving. Well, I mean, you have glass, so I mean, you can yeah. think from messages, but also maybe she pays attention to her a bit, yeah. Um, but you can do kind of rough searching. Um, because you're driving, uh, let's call it a technology and uh, I thought we had a appropriate driver. mental skill. Huh? You do, but I brought my bike. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and it's going to be uh, difficulty two, one to do basic research, but you have a complication of one of don't text and drive. <laughs> uh, two successes. I had okay. an eight that looked like a, I didn't know what. Would you like to buy off the complication? Yes. Okay. I don't want to do get not, into an accident while I'm driving. You do not, in fact, get into an accident while you're driving. It's raining, it's nighttime, and I'm like, I should research things on the internet while I drive my <laughs> hover bike. That it is a hover like... bike, though. So it doesn't tip quite as easily. No, it doesn't, but it's still not good. Uh, no notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you don't find out much, um, uh, almost nothing on Ruby Stedman, uh, just what the Immersion Entertainment uh, site has. Um, they've just recently been stood up. Um, they're part of the PNW Incubator, uh, which is an incubator uh, in uh, uh, Richmond, Redmond. I've already forgotten the name. Richmond. They're part of the Richmond Endowment. Um, and basically, they, they do they specifically sponsor um, companies that are trying to sell for digital goods, uh, but they not exclusively that they did that they incubate some of things too, but mainly they set up small companies for things like selling clothing in Terra Surge or setting up websites or, you know, mm. whatever. Uh, the other thing you notice is um, uh, because of the way the FSA is set up, um, large donations to uh, either incubators or companies uh, are a matter of public record. And you do see that a large amount of initial investment when Immersion Entertainment was just being started does come from Gooey Corp. Oh, great. Which is a company that you are very familiar with. Yeah. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to forward everything and just like a little quick, like, can you explain what's going on with this since I wasn't told about it, to one of my path contacts, who is Gary Lacroix, my family lawyer. Ah, okay. Oh, and I'm no. going to see clever. what I'm going to see what he has to say about this. Be like, I didn't sign anything. I didn't agree to anything. I never even talked to this person. Uh, but they put out a press release today. What are my uh, options? Um, are you trying to ask your lawyer politely what you want to do, or are you trying to get something specific out of your lawyer? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm figuring out what my options are as far as this goes. Okay. Like, should I sue them? Should I like? Is this a defamation thing? Is this is this you know? slander is this anything specific like what is this like they can't just announce this without my consent um go ahead and make a uh, presence plus path roll um and we'll see how much your lawyer can do because basically they're just gonna say we'll take a look at it we'll get back to you mm -hmm. we'll, we'll start we'll start the clock on charging your family um <laughs> and then we'll get back to you when we have an answer in two to three work days uh, three available hours and, and 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 they charge you 15 minute increments yeah and, um, okay, uh, so I'll make a note of that. Uh, I mean, I can afford it. <laughs> I've yeah. got two dots of wealth. What's, what's your lawyer's name again? Gary, G-A-R-R-Y, LaCroix, like LaCroix, like the drink and La also Croix. the prince. Like, like the vampire? Yeah, ah, the prince. yeah like, like the vampire and also the, the drink that tastes vaguely of the, a hint of a memory of watermelon. They showed it a lemon. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a strawberry on low battery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> once, once it, it it touched somebody who had recently smelled a mango. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, because you're uh, a valued customer, um, you get a personalized note back. It's like, you know, okay, um, no problem, Penelope. I'll we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We'll take a look at it. I kind of blink at the fact that he didn't call me Ms. Zavaruka, but we'll. I'm oh, sorry. It would have been. Yeah, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I am a client, not a customer. Sorry. My apologies. Yes. yes. You, you, you've, you've got, you, you've gotten the last name. Um, uh, but then as uh, that is going on, um, you make it to the Aeon Covenants. And uh, as we saw way back in chapter one, um, it is a tall building. Um, it is uh, not very flashy compared to some of the other big power and corporations in town. Um, but certainly uh, it, it is, it shows enough of influence and money that it is noteworthy. Uh, it does have uh, the Aeon Covenant uh, symbol on the, the top of the building and the main lobby is tasteful, but uh, it, it's not huge and massive. It's not uh, echoing and it's, it's, still big and there's still pictures of like different members of the Aeon society through history. Uh, it's, it's kind of wood and, and carpeted, uh, but it is still a big air. It's still a big building. Uh, the, and it's late at night now. So, um, there's no one front day, but you can use your ID cards to get in, uh, get to the elevator and, uh, you make your way up to project Neptune. Um, uh, and, uh, go down the hallways to, we follow as a camera down the hallways uh, and it's it's a very similar uh, shot that we saw way back in chapter one, uh, although now you have Jaden with you, who's looking around at everything, kind of nervous, kind of in awe. I mean, the Aeon Covenant is still an extremely well-respected organization, uh, even in Cascade. So being inside the Aeon Covenant is still like a relatively big thing for anybody. I actually lean over to Jaden and go, 
I know the feeling. It's just so big. Yes, it is. But uh, actually, I'm probably, I'm probably hanging back uh, specifically to talk to Hamish. Okay. So um, the read on this I'm getting is that I think this, um, I think the the company behind Terror Surge, they're covering something up. Like I think, I think either someone's going to a lot of extent to make it look like they're responsible for this stuff or they're just straight up responsible for this. It, it looks like they're covering something up, something to do with this flow, something with this jihad thing. I mean, or somebody messed with his glass. Well, I think maybe both things can be true. I mean, I, I think all of those things are, I think they fall under the same umbrella at this point, but really my, my read on it is whatever they stabbed that kid with was, I don't know technology super great i don't understand this stuff but i know that when i got this thing put in my head i i knew stuff that i that i didn't know when i before that and that tells me that you can shove shit into people's heads and i'm pretty sure some very clever or very nasty people out there know how to do it without your consent so my thought is whatever brainwashing they put on this kid they delivered it at the end of that knife meaning uh, someone's playing some some really nasty games with mind control, and I'm not happy about it. I don't know who it is, but you know, there's only so much. There's only so much normal folk can do. So, yeah, I mean, and if they're doing it through Terra Surge, that's just another card on the deck of. Uh, why Terra Surge? That's that's the, the most popular the... game on the planet. But. To what if, every, if everything tracks, if if this Shadow of Endings group is, you know, backed by the company, it's what it sounded like. Then, if they're if they have access to things that no one but the devs can can access and use, and they're trying real hard to keep people away from this flow area, there's something going on there. Well, we obviously got to check it out. There's obviously no doubt we got to go over yeah. there. We're gonna have to. I mean, also, we're making some huge leaps right now. Let's go talk to our contacts. How much? How much? Let's get how this much guy of this am I hearing? Because I know. Oh, sorry, I didn't I, mean to talk over you. I I I would have kept the the screed about delivering brainwashing on the end of a knife uh, mm -hmm. to my to the private chat, uh, but yeah, that's that. So you would have seen at least my part of that yeah. conversation because I would have there, done it quietly. There, there is a reply as we're walking. It's like, wait a second. I think I got it. Talk in a minute. Oh, awesome. Um, guys, since you're walking right next to Jaden, um, uh, you notice that Jaden, you know, again, when you first came like, you know, look around, look at white eyed. Um, but you notice that since the conversation started, uh, Jaden's kind of just looking up and looking around but it's it's you're cl it's clear that they're no longer actually seeing anything they're probably using this excuse to listen into the conversation oh um here's a question because of glass and the internet could i figure out because i do this on the regular of seeing how much data is being sort of broadcast from Jaden to the surrounding network uh yeah you can give that a shot um let's call that uh technology and cunning okay Neat. Technology and cunning. I'm actually okay at that. Can I use a momentum, everyone? Do it. Sure. And I will respond to you, Poppy. Poppy, I, I, I'm just... I know we're making some big logic leaps here. We've already seen one impossible thing today, so I figured let's 
let's start putting our options in line. Hey, but we taught, you taught video game bugs. We didn't see anything impossible in real life. Um, so as the conversation is going on, uh, you kind of just uh, discreetly uh, float a, a sniffer program on the local network. Because mm -hmm. um, basically, as when people with glass kind of come in the same area, uh, they naturally uh, pick up basically small kind of localized networks. Yeah. That's how you see things like advertisements and whatnot and how people can, you know, if you, if you have second class glass, you know, shoot uh, local advertisements to your brain. So, um, and also when you walk up to someone, you can get like their name and pronouns, whatnot. So that's all like by design. Yeah. Um, but because you've jailbroken yours and you're technical with it, you can actually kind of push software a little bit lightly through the network. And so you just got to push a sniffer packet and it's like, okay, so how much stuff is Jaden broadcasting? And uh, you notice that there's the usual amount of local area information, you know, broadcasting their information, uh, picking up passive information from around the environments. Um, and then you do notice there is a encrypted beam of information that's going outside the building. Um, there, he immediately stops and he stops him. He stops uh, Jaden and then looks immediately looks at all of you and is like, we need to not be here right now with Jaden. Let's just put him somewhere that's not he classified. He is security compromised. Right, so we're going to put him somewhere that's okay for him to So be. let's inform the Ann Covenant. I'm sure yeah. they have a secure room. Yeah. You've got to have a Faraday occasion here, right? Yes. Yeah, or a skiff. Um, do you say this in front of Jaden or is this over the private, over uh, the private chat? This is, yeah, he, he looks very concerned. And then he's chat. Then he's like, Play I'm cool, assuming cool. it's like a uh, text chat. It's not yeah. a yeah. cool chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, kind of pause for a second. Um, then you have the quick conversation and move in. And Jane kind of looks confused, but they go along. You, um, he'll keep an eye on the, the – he can't obviously trace it back yet, but he'll definitely keep an eye mm -hmm. on Jaden and this and the amount of data that's coming. Yeah. Coming from um, Poppy's going to, like, stride ahead. Was it Connor Malone? Is that his name? Yes. Connor, yeah. Uh, Poppy's going to like run and like, jog up ahead, like stride along to his office to tell him what's going on because I doubt that he wants Jaden in his office. Okay. Um, so I'm going to like run ahead and kind of like like call him as I'm walking and be like, hey, we have this like, security issue. You know, where should we take him? Because I don't want to just turn him loose if he's seen something. Um, uh, okay, then uh, he uh, uh, basically says, um, go ahead and take them uh, down the hall. Um, and as you step back out of the room, uh, you notice that the nameplate on the door has actually, uh, 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 it, was, it was actually a screen and it's just turned to blank. Mm -hmm. And then further down the hall, you see uh, a name that she appeared on another door, Connor's name that she appeared on a different door. So it's like, effectually his office has moved down. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where we're taking him? Or them, yeah. sorry. Yes. Okay. All right, so we're taking Jade. Because uh, uh, I, should, I should describe, um, as you are all familiar with this, so you've seen this before, so you kind of fade it out, but as you walk into buildings like this, um, whether it's your office or public buildings, um, your glass can receive like directional arrows and you know follow this line on the grounds as you look over. Uh, so you had just been kind of following, you knew the route to Connor's office, but you kind of following the line. Um, so as Poppy kind of goes around the corner and lets Connor know, um, the line from P Poppy's perspective actually kind of originally points the door. It, it kind of erases and moves down towards a later door. Uh, but since you're resting around the corner, the line just goes around the corner and just seamlessly continues. You're left right now. 
but, but the three of you are immediately like, oh, this is not Connor's office, but I'm assuming uh, Poppy will message, hey, we're just yeah. switching rooms. Yep. Um, yep. So you walk further down, um, and a uh, uh, guy you recognize this is this is actually a uh, shielded uh, room that you take uh, five malfunctioning medical equipment, um, radioactive material. Uh, it's, so it's, it's lead lined, it's shielded, it's uh, Faraday cage. Uh, it, it's the place to put stuff quietly that you, you know you don't want it, you're worried about what might happen to it mm-hmm. um you could put a bomb in here and close the door and the room would be a wreck but nothing must would happen uh but it is designed to look just like a kind of a blank room with beige walls and a metal table in the middle and some chairs <laughs> and so inside you see uh a connor uh who's he looks perfectly relaxed i mean he was sprinting down the hall but he looks <laughs> like his suit is immaculate. Um, you know, his feet are crossed at the ankle. Um, and so he, sta- he stands up when the, the rest of you come in. Is like, um, uh, bonjour, Jaden. And Jaden's like, yeah. And it's like, uh, um, my name is Connor. I am with uh, the Anne Society. I believe my associates have maybe mentioned me. And it's like, well, didn't mention your name, but you're supposed to help. Uh, and then he's like, oui, um, we just wanted to have the doctor take a look at you because uh, I understand there may be some concerns. And uh, Jade starts looking around, getting really nervous. And it's like, why is it so quiet in here? Is the door closed? Yes. Mm-hmm. As soon as the door closes is when Jade starts looking nervous. Yeah, he's like, Jaden, there was an anomalous data beam, essentially, a very large amount of data was going between you and somewhere else. And we needed to put you someplace that isolated you from that for our own safety and yours. Okay. So could you tell us what happened now? You said it's quiet. What do you mean by quiet? Well, I can't hear the noise anymore. What I noise you guys did hear you hear before? No. Like a, a, a static or a whooshing sounds? No. Or maybe a grinding sounds? No, definitely not. Do you... What happened with the Shadows of Endings again? Can you explain that to us? Um, as you're talking, um, uh, Connor kind of gets up and uh, he's um, muttering to uh, himself, sub-vocalizing, probably talking to someone else. Um, Shadow of of Ending was a guild that was stopping people from going to the flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to stop them from doing that. Why are you trying to stop them from doing that? I don't know. It just seemed like something I needed to do. Okay. You remember being attacked by the Shadow of Endings? No, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, Hamish's eyes get as big as mine did. Just now it's like... <sighs> um, at that point, the door opens um, and in walks Dr. Adeline Calderon. Uh, and guy immediately, his body language stiffens. Um, uh, she's... 
uh, an older woman, uh, mid late forties, uh, um, slightly, uh, she, she has like graying white hair, but it looks like it's very clearly an affectation. Um, like it's, it's almost like, uh, dyed and then probably colored gray. So it's, it's more silvery gray than aged gray. Um, and she has glasses and a white coat. It looks a lot like guys. And it's like, Dr. Benini. Uh, what was her last name again? Um, Did Calderon. Adelaine Calderon. Dr. Calderon. So, I did not know you were um, on duty this time, this time of the evening. To mock no privately. They either slept together or hate each other. Or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> um, well, some of us do actually have to do work around here each other okay <laughs> sorry that uh well you know um, so the, ca the camera like zooms in at the two of you um talking like you know clearly angry faces and yeah. underneath on the screen you just see the text messages going on between yeah. Akito and English. <laughs> yeah. well you know my work requires a little more isolation and discretion but regardless this young general, this young person needs our assistance. Of course, we're yeah, we're here to help. Um, no, Doctor Calderon uh, steps over to um, uh, Jaden and is like, um, "I'm sorry, uh, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your questioning, uh, but I would like to do a physical examination of the patient." By all means, free. We'll, okay, uh, we just gotta do it in here. Yeah, we'll give you the room if you need it. That would be helpful. All right. I open the door for everybody. Um, you open the door uh, and kind of all step outside. Um, uh, Cameron comes with you. Or Connor. Connor. Sorry. Connor. <laughs> yep. So many names. Mr. Malone. Uh, Mr. Malone. Yes. So we, are, we are dealing with some serious nonsense here. Um, you can just implant memories. Or remove so them. remember well, what I said? I think I yeah. figured it out. Uh huh. Now, based on some of the evidence, assuming some of it is correct, uh, obviously I need to substantiate more of it. PVP flag, in some respect, is a form of consent. Now, it's uh -huh. possible that that they have a workaround for forcing someone to have a PVP flag. Therefore, they have given consent. Because when one one anima interacts with another anima, they are consenting to a fight. There is protocols in place. Uh huh. And if they have certain technologies or things either the developers have had or they've literally hacked the system, they can implement something that would create a connection between his anima, his glass, and then finally himself. So, That's an interesting theory. There's also a, the fact that all of this thing about privacy and consent, uh, it can effectively be an illusion. Um, the state and the corporations can and do whatever they want. And anything that they tell you regarding, oh, we can't do this to you unless you consent to it or our privacy laws cover you, that's mostly bullshit. It, it, it may, it they may can be. just do what they want. Well, no system is 100% perfect. Let's let's all be very convenient. It is possible to do a lot, great many things. Now, we have to determine if this is just a something that has been done and this is new, 
or this is an exploit that they've intentionally allowed to stay in to the uh, into Terra Surge and by by extension the glass. I'm still just gonna be the voice of reason here for a second and say that we're all making a lot of big paranoid logic leaps. It's mm. a game. Um, game like big paranoid logic where, leaps where he forgot. Like we cut him off from a data source and then he lost memories of a thing he just told us about. What I'm saying is that guy or that that person could just have some kind of weird mental health thing going on and something triggered it in Terra Surge. No, this could I, all be a marketing the, thing, like, oh, stay away from the new area. I, These I'm things not, are scary. I'm, I'm more on Poppy's side of this. It is could be just a weird coincidence of certain things. He could have just defective glass implementation and something's going wrong. But there is some other evidence, Poppy, that denotes that there's something larger or uh, more impactful no, I, is going on. I'm not stupid. I understand that. The point right. is that we need to look into it and not just say, oh, this is what's happening here. No, no. I, that's what it sounds like all of you are doing. No, I agree with you. I need more evidence to sub oh. substantiate my hypothesis here. Well, I mean, my, I have my no hypothesis other... has some evidence to back it up. I haven't given clearance to, you know, kick anyone's door down or put anyone in a chokehold yet. And I have to wait for them to get the medical examination done. So I'm just I'm just filling time here. I'm just thinking. So, Connor, do you have any new things that have popped up since we left? I'm still trying to uh, wrap my head around what actually is the issue here. Um, hmm. You're saying that he went through this video game and came out deranged? Yeah, so pretty much, you know how he got kicked, or how they got kicked out. That was the whole point of it, right? Like, oui. that, that, that's that's why you sent us to find them. We. Okay, so they got kicked out, and they were in a weird safe house, and they had this like weird story that was really muddled, aside from like one paragraph that they would just keep repeating as to what happened. And they also thought the guild was out to get them in real life, but had no evidence whatsoever to back that up. So uh, I think their glass is defective, personally. I'll send uh, Connor the video file that I said of, of uh, them yeah. okay. doing their spiel. Yeah. Like, that is brainwashing. Also, they bought... A really, really obviously fake gun from somebody. They, yeah, they thought it was real. I think or, someone scanned them. Or um, their brain is weird. That too. Or the, if it, at the very smallest case, something happened to them in Terra Surge that caused some form of mental breakdown. When, and if they're broadcasting in a tight beam encrypted signal to somewhere and when we cut that signal off their perception of reality changed this is not that there's more going on here than just their glass stop manu uh, managing their their mental health something is being done to this person static. you are very paranoid this is this is laughable actually um guy am i wrong about that please folks um i i understand this is a very Unusual situation. This is what we are here to do. Um, I've seen the video. I, I see your concerns. Um, I'm, we're definitely pointing towards something happens to this Jaden person. Uh, there is a connection to Terra Search, so I think that we are on the right track here. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have the, the the pistol? Yeah, I'll hand it over. It's okay. a 3D printed shell. Um, he looks at it, um, and then he he just actually snaps it in half and a small chip falls to the floor. And he's like, ah, I thought so. Ah, Picks shit. it up. Oh, 
Um, yeah, Hamish just smacks his forehead. Yeah, like we both I do am, at the same time. I am <laughs> off my game. Oh, should have thought of it. Uh, yeah, it looks like um, he was uh, his glass tapped into the, the probably told it was something like a smart link, uh, so they could use it to better target better. Tricked him into tapping his glass into this to make it look like it was a real gun. And nothing's going. That on. is gotcha. He like punters. Like, I didn't I need say to remember nothing's that. going on, Macno. I said that you are being incredibly paranoid and taking this to like the tenth extreme when there are probably slightly more reasonable explanations for it besides like worldwide conspiracy. Like, Not that's... worldwide, just the FSA. What makes you think there's a conspiracy? They suck, but they're not like for the moment. Overlords. Uh, for the moment, let's let's uh, perhaps reduce <laughs> our scope from the FSA to this situation, and we can discuss yes, expanding yes. in the future. Um, it, I wanted to clarify something, Mister Merlin. Mm-hmm. I forgot we the, we haven't mentioned the the spoiler tag was dropped over uh, Jaden Hellcaster, the anima, before they attacked, and attacked him with something in Terra Surge that led to his dissolution. And uh, what would cause such a thing to occur? I don't know yet. I'm just letting, giving you some more information Big concerning the, the circumstances of his, of his uh, of why he's here and what caused him to be here, them here. Oh. But as for the chip... Oopsie. No, I, I suspect the chip is merely... Um, uh, this person went to go find a cheap gun, and he got scammed. Yeah. Uh, but um, keep the chip, check into it, uh, just in case there may be a connection. I will uh, put it in my pocket. No uh, point we'll turning away any lead. So we have a lead on a location that they are com- were convinced was the source of the issue, as you heard, the flow. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we probably need to go check it out. Do you? Yeah. I, I assume they're in good hands here. I mean... And if something pops up, I mean, you'll let us know. Yes, uh, Dr. Calderon, um, well, no problems. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm in communication with Dr. Calderon. Um, they're giving me an update on status. Um, it looks like there's a chance that the glass has been uh, defective or altered. Uh, so we're, let's take some time to investigate, but we will look into that and let you know if we have any updates. I mean, yeah, we, they're, whoever's behind this is going to be moving fast if they're already... Uh, doing nonsense if like that. We should da- now that the the link has been severed. Whoever is on the other end is aware of it, and if it's an active person or entity, they may react in some way. My we suggestion this flow. My suggestion is um, we can find a conference room uh, for the four of you. Um, perhaps it's worthwhile to uh, uh, make you comfortable. Perhaps uh, get some food. It looks like yes, it's been a while. Uh, and then um, maybe go back into Terra Surge and look into things further. Yes. Oh, like Co- it. Coffee, everyone? Coffee? Oh, yes, please. Okay. I'll, I'll get some coffee. Um, uh, 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 thank you for keeping in touch with me. Um, as always, let me, think, let me know. You got it. Uh, the boss. He, he goes back into the room. Um, so you go to kind of uh, uh, there's a mess hall cantina because like, there's there's a a eating area for like visitors uh, they can come to but then also there's the private employee lounge mm-hmm. uh, and at this hour there's no actual like food there but there's vending machines and you know, coffee and whatnot. Um, and as you're selling in um, Poppy, uh, you get a uh, message from Lacroix. It says, uh, uh, "Have information. Please call back." 
Call him. Okay. And he goes, um, what's your last name again? I always forget. My, mine? Zavaruka. Yes. Zeparuka? Zavaruka. Like a V, V sound in the middle. Zavaruka. Zavaruka. Um, Ms. Averuka, uh, thank you for calling back. Um, we've looked over the information and do want to discuss options with you. Okay. Shoot. Um, we've made a tentative inquiry with uh, Immersion Entertainment, uh, sent them the usual uh, cease and desist uh, information. Mm-hmm. Uh, they claim they did get uh, permission from uh, your ho- holdings, which we were unfamiliar with. Um, we tracked back, and it seems that... Um, uh, your parents uh, have activated a trust that was on file uh, and have used that to empower them to speak on your behalf in terms of matters involving your personal image. Because as you may recall, um, your parents did ask you when you separated to sign a certain disclosure form that you would have certain morals clause. They feel that you may have inadvertently or intentionally violated that clause and therefore activated the trust. I am looking into refuting that because ultimately – while your parents employ our firm as well, you are my client, and I'll make sure that I'm working for you. But it will I'm take an time. Adult, to... I live on my own. I understand that. Um, this, this is being treated not as you are a uh, dependent, but rather you are an employee. I feel like that's just paperwork for that. We are trying to pull it up. I suspect there are people taking a lot of liberties with very vaguely worded language. Um, so I suspect this will probably go away in a day or so. In the meantime, I have reached out and uh, Ms. Stedman has offered to speak with you um, about the issue. I have said that you would only do so with counsel present. Absolutely. Um, if you'd like me to set up a virtual conference now. Oh, uh, yeah, we can do that maybe tomorrow. Okay, very well. Um, um, and again, I, I apologize you're going through this, but um, the press release should be coming down within the next 15 minutes. Thanks, Gary. No you're always helpful. I try. Uh, while she's been on the phone, uh, I will have like compiled like a little email that sends to to her and to Guy that has like a PDF version of like the Cliff Notes version of Umberto Ecto's Urfascism. Uh, it's like annotated with all the shit like that the fsa has been up to like starting with like the wars of conquest okay a couple things happen while she's she's hang on hang on hang on i'm gonna go out of character for like one second here sure the fsa is not the kind of fascism we think it is you would be an out there weirdo for thinking that okay because it's like 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 it like seems like ryan was also on board and i was like (laughs) no (laughs) we we like living here (laughs) Oh no, he he generally agrees with fuck the FSA because they killed everyone I, a lot of people I like and blew me up. But okay. you know, that's, okay. Okay. that's why okay. that's why Hamish hates them. I'm just making sure I wasn't coming across as like a weirdo because I was like I was like, why is everybody no, no, on board no, with no. this? He's like it's like uh, no, they're, right. they're, and that's a they're the going, government. Just... They just do government things. Yeah, there's yeah. probably like a bad actor somewhere, but it's not like the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's good for audience to hear what, what, yeah, the, the, what the character yeah. perceiving yeah. and what's um, um, actually going on. It's, Hamish so like, is a conquered person, but <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so, so like for example, in the conversation, Connor was like kind of politely redirecting the conversation away from that because yeah. I was like, okay, we don't need to talk about weirdo conspiracy theories. Talk about the thing that's actually in front of us. So, but that's fair. It's a good thing. Back in game, if that's yep. okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, one thing that does happen on a conversation, he would go to Mokto and go, "Don't eat that one. Don't eat that can. Don't eat that brand. You won't like the what it comes out on the other end. <laughs> eat that one. It's much better." 
Totally like he's been here a couple times. Like he knows what's good and what's not. Uh, and then a couple minutes after you've sent out that little PDF for everyone, you get a reply. And in that reply is a like point by point breakdown of like the reasons, like a breakdown of all the sources and where they got some of the sources wrong. Like, <laughs> like, Yes, but this is also the legal reasoning. This is also some of the other things they've done to improve things. Oh, and this person got this source wrong. I'm really glad I didn't so, get the PDF. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah I figured Hamish was on board. <laughs> I'm bored enough. Yeah. Yeah, if there's no response to that, just yep, he's getting fine. ready to head in. <laughs> So um, you uh, trade, you reach back up. Um, uh, Poppy takes care of her business. Um, uh, get a little bit of food at you. Um, and then uh, as you're getting ready to go into Terra Surge, uh, you do get a report uh, from Connor uh, sent to all of you. Uh, it, it's a preliminary uh, report on Jaden. Mm-hmm. And it seems that uh, Dr. Calderon has found some irregularities inside of Jaden's class. Uh, it looks like it has been changed somehow uh, since its original install date. Uh, so uh, they're going to perform surgery to try to find out what's actually the nature of those changes. Uh, and separately, uh, they, they, they did actually shut down uh, the stream of data and it's encrypted. They, they're still trying to un, un, unravel what that is. Uh, but the one thing that uh, they have noticed is that the stream of data seems to have a particular index at the end. Uh, basically, a certain um, when, when the uh, data is encoded, uh, there's a certain key that needs to go along with it so that the people on the other end know how to decode it. Mm-hmm. Um, and keys are usually very, very long strings of numbers. But sometimes certain companies tend to stay within a certain range of hexadecimal codes to be able to kind of reduce complexity, as it were. Um, and so they, they found a reoccurring hexadecimal code they have pulled out. Uh, so as all of you are arguing about um, the various uh, benefits and confusions and, and penalties, as it were, of the FSA, um, Makno, you recognize uh, that code as something that belongs to an organization known as II, which is the FSA's uh, espionage branch. And we'll call it there. <laughs> oh, no. The plot literally thickens. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> Poppy is uh, being completely reasonable and normal to think we're insane. <laughs> it's completely normal. But we anyways, insane. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys for episode six. Bye. Bye bye.